So Nzuzo, um, you, you speak of going and um, going into a class and learning and uh, I mean, you're an architect by profession, but you, you go to school to learn new things. Um, I'm also one of the legacy students. Uh, so, you know, I'm so, I'm immensely grateful to the legacy, to Robert Kiyosaki in terms of his teachings and things like that. I've learned quite a lot and everything that I do in my business is centered around that thinking. And me and you, we come from that same school. Um, but the thing here is, you're an architect, you know already about property. Why go and seek someone else to be a coach? Why go seek new information um, for you to progress? I mean, couldn't you progress on your own? Um, TJ, you know, you, you cannot stop learning. And yeah. the sooner you realize that um, you do not know what you do not know, the mm. better the chances are that you can grow, you see. So there's a, there's a wide difference between a profession and the property industry as a whole in terms of um, investing and developing. So from my side, you see, as architects, we are trained to design buildings. Mm. But the, the reason behind it, you see, someone decided that there must be a building there. He saw a need uh, to fulfill that gap and right. saw an opportunity and then comes to us for the technical expertise. But the investment mindset, you know, um, it's a completely different ball game altogether because you have to then go back and understand. Hence, I said earlier that um, I was getting frustrated in some cases where people would come to me and say, we want to build a mall here, you know, we want to build a block of flats. And sometimes it wouldn't materialize. Then I started, remember I said, I started asking the question, why? You know, mm -hmm. it's when in that quest that I then engaged myself into um, uh, the, the, the quest to learn about property investment, you know. And the first book I read was actually, a property book that I read was, the rich dad poor dad yeah uh, by Robert yeah. that was the first property book i read and it changed my mind you know and i saw a completely different way of thinking you see i cannot just be happy about um just designing the buildings but i do not know how it came about who is the in the, the the mastermind behind it you know how did how did right. it arrive so we then had to go you have to you have to um humble yourself and, and admit that you do not know and you seek the knowledge. So when I joined the legacy, um, I was so fascinated because I already had this hunger in me to understand how these buildings come to be and why are some of these investors succeeding and why are some are not, you know, in, in, in this development space. So I started studying and I got a coach and I attended these seminars you know, one of the first things that I will never forget, you know, um, things that we take for granted. I remember um, we were just asked to take out our credit cards and call the number at the back of the card and call them and ask them to reduce the interest rate. Just, just like that. I think I had like 
and they reduce it to 18. Just wow. with a simple phone call. You know, for me, that changed my like my way of thinking completely. Like I'm like, so you mean just by making a phone call, you know, I'm not saying I want to do anything specific, but I just asked him, you know. So so to me, this thing um continued. That how much more do I not know? If a simple That's thing, it. you know, um uh, so there's so much that we then went into um into detail that was very, very interesting. That you know. Um, takes yeah. us to another level. A lot of people go into these seminars, be it online. I mean, we're in COVID now. Uh, a lot of these things are happening, um, you know, online. And they become literally information junkies, you know, but they don't do anything. I'm glad that you went in into the seminars and you picked up something. And from the time that you started going to your seminar and joining with your coach, you are a professional and an architect. Um, it opened up your mind. But, yes. you know, opening up your mind is different. I always say to people, I don't, want, I don't want my mind to be opened up. I want my mind to be opened up, number one. I want the results in my bank account, mm. right? Because my investment in that seminar now needs to translate into something else. Um, I, I was, um, I think my wife and I, we paid just below 200000 for our legacy uh, education. Um, mm. And I'm, in, I'm extremely grateful for that uh, whole, whole money that we paid for that period, including a coach and things like that, because it has now given birth to a business that's in five cities. It has now given a birth to 300 uh, students that I didn't think I could or even mm -hmm. imagine that it can be done. Um, and with 200 tenants across the country and with multiple partners, and, and I'm grateful for that investment. And it can show in my bank balance. Um, and by, and this is by no means comparison, co comparing at all, but I always say to people, your journey starts not in the classroom. The journey starts when you are out. The classroom was information. Mm. Now, when you're out there and when you're, when you're doing a deal, that's where the real education really starts from. Yeah. Is there any difference with what I'm saying with my experience versus your experience, where are you now with your investments? Uh, in, in investments, that's number one. And number two, the learnings that you've now gotten, when you were thinking that in the class, oh, I've opened my eyes, but when you're on the ground doing the actual, in the trenches doing something else, then you realize that, you know, I'm really learning. Are you any different from me or this is standard? Well, you know, and knowledge, they say knowledge is power. Right. And that's not true. It's applied knowledge that is power. And I'm sure many people have that's heard it. that. Yeah. So, you know, the information that we already know and we already have access to, if we were just to apply a fraction of it consistently, yeah. the results will show. We are what we plan. So I'm yeah. a strong believer. I myself, as I'm a type of person who... If I rub shoulders with Donald Trump, I would become a billionaire without For sure. a doubt. For so sure. you, you have to have that ability to be influenced. Your heart mm -hmm. has to be open and you must be influenced um, going into these seminars because you can go in with a closed mind and walk out without actually doing anything. So I think I've also spent around 100K um, 
on myself on, on these property um, uh, uh, sessions and education. And there's much more in terms of books and, and uh, downloads, you know, there's much more. You become hungry. Family, yeah, you, <laughs> the problem you is continue. You, keep, you keep getting hungry. You see, let yeah. me just tell you one, one case with uh, what, what happened to my coaching session with, 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 with Warren. Uh, yeah. You see, I'm an architect, so I have my own staunch, uh, staunch beliefs on how things should be and what I'm looking out for, the aesthetics, I want the building to be like this. But when I, when I submitted my, my development to Warren, he then challenged me. And I must say, this really, I had a serious problem with this because here is a proper, here is an, <laughs> I like here is that. A, a seasoned investor. You, you spend money to, you spend money on an expert, a coach. Yes. And now yes. the coach is telling you, you need to be doing this. And you have a serious problem with it. <laughs> That's I'm, typical. I, I have the same from. problem. <laughs> You say from where I come from, I want my buildings to look a certain way, you know. Then he's sure. asking me, but what is all of this for? And I'm like, no, it's, it's architecture. And he's like, no, but this is not um, really functioning to its full extent. Maximize yeah. the property. And I'm like, come on, Warren, you know, I'm an architect yeah. here. <laughs> I should be telling you, but at the same time, it took me about a year to change what he told me to change. Sure. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm actually... I've got a, a student accommodation um, that I'm working on. Um, yeah. it's, it's like a long-term project. Um, it's going to be a 600-bed um, nice. structure. But initially, I designed it to such, in such a way that it, it's tailored to become a student accommodation. So he, was, he yeah. kept challenging me that he's not happy because this student accommodation thing, uh, you must have a fallback plan or a plan B, you know, an exit yeah. strategy. So yes. we then just turned that into two bedroom flats, you know. Right. So that was the argument uh, all the time. But when I eventually did, you know, fortunately, I'm the one who controls, I can do it myself. So this is where the transformation takes place to see that, you know, he could see things way ahead, you know, based on experience. And I was short-sighted. I was like, no, we can maximize. You get more numbers like this. But he was like, yeah, you get more numbers now. But what if something happens? You know, what exit strategy do you have? So now I've got three exit strategies, which is perfect. You know, yeah, so yeah. I know what to do. You know, yeah. so those are the kind I, of things. I, I was I was in a training I was in a training class at one point with Robert, and he was talking about <clears throat> as an investor, not only do you want to have multiple strategies, but mm -hmm. you need to be knowing what's going to happen before it happens, so that yeah. you can actually make the decisions. Uh, so that if the economy goes down, you're making money. If the economy is coming up, you're making money. And you're making money either way. And I was yes. like, wow, that is amazing, you know? And this is all around uh, prediction of what's going to happen in the market. Mm. Um, Nzuzo, at the moment, it almost sounds to me that you've got two functioning business. Uh, the one business is where you're still running your architecture. Uh, yes. And correct me if I'm wrong. And the other business is you're focused, you're focusing on investments for you and your family. Um, do, do you want to tell us how the two work or how they, uh, you know, help you as an individual and your family as well? You see, um, we have been told many times, you know, yeah. that 
people who are very successful have multiple streams of income. Right. And right. what has happened to me, I started out in an architectural business. And, you know, I understand the constructs. I understand the technicalities of putting up a building, renovating it. I understand the whole value chain. And I've done it many times. I've managed projects from A to Z, like, like almost like in a 10 key. Yeah. But it was not um, a joint um, thing. So what happened was I then, when I, when I went into property, I must say that I've been also um, not only uh, building um, the multi but I've been also having another strategy of buying vacant sites, putting a two bedroom starter homes and selling them. They were flying like cake and those are just wow. like flowing. So yeah. in, that, in that process, you must know now, I ended up with the own team of my own builders, right. which then um, some clients of mine then came to me and said, but why aren't you constructing for us? Because we know you're doing your own thing, you know? And I then I started having these clients who are busy or others in other provinces, they say, please design this building, cost it, please get it built. So not only mm. is it property and, 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 and architecture, but and construction as well. So we do like a turnkey. Nice. So how nice. does this come together now? Yeah. It comes together mm. in this way. As an investor, it starts with that hat. I see opportunity. I see a property. I will do a feasibility on it. I'll run my numbers. We will design the building. We cost it. We build it and we sell it. So we've got a relationship with, with uh, estate agents that they actually source and find sites for us right. and they don't charge and they don't charge us um, commission while we're purchasing the site. Yeah. Because they know- Because you're, you're not the seller, right? Yeah, but but they they're working they're for you. <laughs> yes. So I've got that type of relationship. It sure. works well, you know? So they say, we don't want to eat. Uh, we, we, we're not gonna, we don't mind taking 20 rents, but we'd rather have when it's 2000, you know, sure. uh, when the house, the whole building is being sold. So then they know they've got more stake in it. So now all of that is becoming a whole, an entire value chain that I control within my own organization because I'm creating this organization that identifies opportunities, apply the technical expertise, you know, run the numbers according to property investment fundamentals, and we build it, we sell it, you know. So the whole thing now, some, sometimes we renovate buildings and we sell them. So that's uh, another strategy. Um, so mm. all of this, if you look at it in isolation, it becomes frustrating. You get torn apart in terms of your, 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 your time. But if you look yeah. at it holistically, because I've got someone running the architectural division. So I yeah. don't have to, I'm not the one who's gonna sit there and draw for you, you know? So there's someone who's managing construction, but where My I man. still sit, where I still sit is the property investment and development side. I still yeah. control that because I think I still have a lot to learn myself. You know? I think I've got another bone to chew with you, man. Uh, I know that time is not on our side uh, for us to go through all of this, but what you have started doing is something that I've started doing within my organization about two to three years ago, mm. which is exactly, I am the captain of the ship. I stay where the ship is going. 
but I am not physically doing the work. You are creating jobs. But yes. creating jobs basically means that you are creating an, an engine. I, I, I call I, I, I call your thinking, you as a person, the, the engine. And now you've got a cylinder, right? And, you, and the more mm. you have more cylinders working for you, those are systems. Yes. But that cylinder is firing outside you as a person. Someone else is managing that. Mm. And all of a sudden, that person now comes to you and reports to you and say, this is how many people that we have uh, managed to get as clients. We have drawn 45 of them. We've made profit of X. But you are spending potentially maybe two to three hours of your time per month in that business. But you know that business in and out. And I think that's another topic for another day where I think a lot of people they become entrepreneurs and they get stuck in their business without creating this engine that works for them mm. and and they can't scale. You are in the scaling business now. And I really love that and high five to you. High five. Awesome. awesome. It's still work in um, progress. It's still work in progress because- Oh no, it never very, stops. With, with us, it's even harder when, because you see, I'm a professional myself. So- sure to divorce or to, to walk away and let someone do the designs. And you see, this, that was the battle. But the yeah. advice that I've, I've got is that I have to start divorcing myself. I must get out of the kitchen. <laughs> so that that's was the that, advice. And, I and that's why I said, I've got another bone to chew with you because that's the biggest difficult hindrance for many entrepreneurs, especially those that, are, that fall within the profession. You know, because you know what's supposed to be done. And sometimes when something is not done, you want to do it. Um, yeah. It's a temptation. And, yes, you know, but you're not enabling your, your resources. But having said that, Nzuzo, um, you are on this journey. What are some of the other benefits that you have now started seeing? You know, when you started 10 years ago to where you are now, three, four years ago, you were with um, your coach, started off your journey with your coach and you are where you are now, what are some of those benefits that you are seeing that it was a dream, but now it's a reality and you are dreaming other next things now? Um, hey, that's, a, that's a tough question, eh? Um, because it, it just, it makes my heart a bit painful a little bit because I just feel like, you know, if I had got, exposed to this kind of information at a much yeah. younger age. Man. Trust me. Trust Man. me. By now, I'm telling you, I will be on another level altogether. Like a completely <laughs> different ballgame. You know? So had you, this had you started sooner? Had I started sooner? Had yeah. I known? As I said, I, I, I had the heart, you know, that yeah. I, I, I wanted to grow. I wanted more things. But obviously, yeah. one starts uh, falling by the wayside you know, yeah. I got into Ponzi's that I didn't even know. So yeah. there was, there's a lot more. You lend people money and, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. thinking this is an opportunity. They're going to pay you back. Oh, yeah. All kind, all sorts of things. But I feel you the realize, same pain, man. I feel the same and, pain. You know, you, I mean, you, the next minute you see that you've lost about two million of school fees. That's <laughs> just like that, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but but it's not nothing wasted because I'm, I'm quite... Uh, very, very um, careful now what I go into 
You know, you can't come right. to me with a deal and pursue me like without me doing the due diligence. No matter sure. how under pressure you are, I just relax and I said, okay, let me check out. You know, I'm 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 bold. I can tell you straight when something doesn't doesn't work. I don't have to, yeah. you know, to buy your face. I just tell you, I from my experience, this this and this won't work. Therefore, I'm not investing. Thank you very much. You know, just like yeah. that. So a, a, it could a, have saved a, me. Yeah, a year ago, I made a decision that I won't buy units anymore. Yeah. And and I tell you, Nzuzo, do you know how many units have been coming onto my desk? Almost three, four every week. It's like temptation. a big temptation now. But, yeah. but for me to scale, I can't be buying one unit, two units in a block of flats. Mm -hmm. I've said I'm going to focus on buying the building. That's where my focus is, right? You see, that's Grand Cardone. That's Grand Cardone for you. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is that it comes from that decision-making. Mm. What are you looking for? How do you know when you see it? And can you take action when you see it? And when it comes through or something else comes through, do you have the guts to say no? Because if you don't say no, it's going to waste your time or it's going to make you lose money. Yep. Or else you're making money, but you're not doing exactly what you should be doing, maybe making much less money than you should be. You know, or it's not part of your, of your vision. So when something is not part of your vision, you cast it out. Leave. It's the same with us. A client will come to us and we'll tell them, thank you very much. Sorry, we're not going to take your job. And they will be like, what do you mean you won't take our job? Like, no, we know we've got, got the money. There are other guys. There was, yeah. There's another client who was who really wanted to strangle me because I was telling him that we're not going to take your job, you know, um, sure. and he, he couldn't understand. So yeah. to, to, you have to understand, you have to narrow your vision and, and start mm -hmm. saying what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. Because one of the hardest questions and one of the hardest things to do is deciding what you're not going to do. Um, I learned that from JT Fox and you, you have to create a stop doing list, you know, that's a difficult one. We are unfamiliar with that. That's true. That's true. Nzuzo, what does success look like for you? Success. Uh, yeah. It's many things, but definitely living life in my own terms. Um, I want to tackle things. I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, yeah. I don't want to work from a state of prejudice. I want to do it. I want to express myself freely. You see, lately, you, 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 you come into contact with a lot of situations that put you in a corner that you now have to do things because out of desperation. So mm -hmm. success for me is saying I'm at the point where I do not need money. Mm -hmm. I have it. Um, I have enough flows that whatever I do, um, I don't do it because I have to. I do it because I want to. So that right. is the state of for me. You know, I want to do things out of love because I want to, and and to have the time available to me. You know, um, to be able to help others. You know, that for me is success, uh, by all means. You know, yeah. And growing yeah. and growing. By the way, growing every day is success. I'm I'm a comrade runner, so I. I understand, you know, that you've got a long journey, 
but every 10K, you, you feel the, the success and you said, ah, I've made the first uh, 10Ks, tick, yay, and you celebrate and then you continue. But ultimately, you're winning the comrades or you're finishing, you, you get to the finish line and that's it. Yeah. Nice. I really like that. Um, Nzuzo, definitely me and you, we've got a date. Um, we're going to be talking about, the next time we talk, me and you are going to be talking we're going to be talking about business and scaling. And I know exactly when I'm going to be um, bringing you back onto the show. Um, because I think a lot of people, they buy these two bits, three bits, you know, they're, and yeah. they're stuck. Uh, yeah. And a lot of people, uh, they start off uh, investing, they're now in five properties. Uh, and now it's equivalent to their, to their salary. And they're stuck there, you know. Yeah. Um, and me and you, we are almost on the same part of you can scale. We have tasted the scaling um, because, you know, you run now a, a group of companies, right? Yeah. And, and these are the cylinders that I was talking about to say you can now have systems that are working for you. And uh, I don't think that many people within our generation have tasted that. Uh, you know, we, without, with no disrespecting, there's many guys who have done it long before us, um, but they're not out there talking about it. And our show is about bringing those things on here so that everyone else can learn uh, and they can implement it in their own, in their own place. So thanks again for you being here. Um, and uh, I look forward for our next chat and uh, I'm sure the guests are going to love it as well. And it will just be talking about scaling of the business. Obviously, there's many challenges. Uh, obviously, there's many ways of doing it. And the, the show will be about exchanging notes so that the people can go and learn. Any closing comments, Nzuzo? Uh, a guy from who was born underprivileged, um, not underprivileged, uh, what do you call that? Premature. Right, yeah, it, it's being privileged, it's in it's, it's also being underprivileged. You're underprivileged of the two months or one month of you know growing nicely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's, it's a guy who started off from a point of being a premature. Your parents had lost two babies along the way, and there you are, you are kind of like the hope, the light of the family, and People start seeing you drawing these things and they're like, this Mfana, what is he doing? You know, doesn't he know he needs to put food on the table? But potentially, you don't have to answer this question, actually. Potentially, you are potentially the first real estate millionaire in your family. <laughs> no being a politician. But that's what it is. You just need to be different. And if you become different um, from what your family has, there you start making other people that are coming be behind you to start moving forward. Because now they can see it. There's someone who has gone before them. And it's now all of a sudden it's possible. And uh, yeah. for me, this is why we have this show. Any closing comments, Anzusa? No, definitely. Um, you know, I just want to tell you two things before I leave. Yeah. The first is when I start when I ran the business in the first three, four years, you remember yeah. I, would, I would say I had lost like already a million. So it right. means I was making money. And but I I remained, I think I was driving a test for the 
for the five years and I already had yeah. surpassed the million. I mean, I'm not talking um, some, something. That, yeah, I, I, I drove a Toyota Tenth. When was this? I still have it. I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> well done. But here's the thing. This is, this is the interesting part. Yeah. I drove the Tenth and the only time, and I was staying at home, you know, in the right. basement in my, in, my, in my house, people didn't know my status until I started building a 16-unit um, um, uh, multilet, you see. That's when they first realized, what's going on with this guy? You know, we thought he's just, you know, doing it, but he's, you know, there's nothing much to him until they realized that. So my first advice is you have to invest as soon as possible in, yeah. into your business. Because I created these mechanisms that you know, will actually sustain us in the long term, obviously with property, which has then led me to other, you know, prospects. So I'm yeah. saying, don't, don't go and buy the Range Rover, you know, when you hit success, even in your core business, start sure. investing first. And then once that money, you know, you, you can't be eating at the tree, you know, you have to eat the fruits of the tree because, mm. um, because then if you chop the tree and you use it, then you have nothing, you know, no other source, you see. So that was yeah. the first thing. Then, and that has led me to a, a point where, like, currently, now, 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 I was just signing the final grants. Yeah. We're buying a commercial property next door to ours. So we have, we have come that far now that we're actually entering that space of, of commercial property. And, yeah. you know, God's you grace... Want the, you want to own the street, my guy. You're buying the neighbors. We have, we have to... You know, you have Come to on. do it. You have no choice. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, let, let me tell you, you know, God speaks to us all. You know, yeah. you get that information and then you get the affirmation in your heart that, you know, you should be doing this, but your mind plays games with you. Sure. Now, when I went for that property, I, I went to an auction with no money down. I had nothing, you know, I didn't yeah. have yeah. the, and I called my, I called a few friends of mine and I said, guys, I'm in an auction now. Um, I didn't tell them before. And yeah guys, we're going to have to go in this building. And long story short, these are my guys. We are in there. We are with them. And we, we bought the property. And coincidentally, Home Affairs in Pinetown is looking for uh, office, uh, new offices. So <laughs> our, offices, our offices right now seem to be fitting, you know, the specification they are looking for. So oh, wow. we'll, see, we'll see how it goes in three months' time. But I have a firm belief that Next time we speak, uh, I will be telling you about the contract. <laughs> so you I cannot like, stop. Like you yeah, cannot yeah. stop um, uh, uh, dreaming. You cannot, but you have to put into action, you know. And, and maybe one of the final things I want to say that, you know, you have to decide, you have to assess ourselves, whether you have a growth or a fixed mindset. Sure. A growth mindset is something that we have to adopt it's the, it's, the, it's the idea that I may not know something today, but tomorrow I will learn it and the following day I will know it. And meaning whatever you didn't do right, whatever failure comes your way, you will rectify it and you will come back stronger. So whereas a fixed mindset is saying, ah, oh, you failed, that means you are a failure. A failure is a person who just stopped trying, that's all. I'm, I'm telling you now, at school I wasn't a bright, I wasn't a bright student I mean, I was sitting in the back of the class and in society, I was in all day in the front. 
but I'm just that failure who just keeps trying and we just I just keep going, you know, um, and it. surrounding myself with those people of high quality that encourage you and take me yeah. to the next level. They challenge my thinking. That's what you yeah. need. People like you, TJ, when I see you, hey, I get challenged because I see the kinds of things that you're doing. And I'm like, what kind of human being does this thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just doing so, me, man. I'm just doing me, man. <laughs> so, so rubbing shoulders with you, definitely, you know, will escalate us to the next level. You know, and so you, you just, yeah. you've just hit it to the point, man. It, and it sounds like you know you 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 um you like like you're putting TJ on a pedestal, but that's not it. Uh, what you are basically saying is that the more you are in the circle of people that are doing great, mm. you automatically you also going to be great. And yeah. and that's that's the same way I feel about other people. That's the same way I feel about you. And that's the same way when I see, oh, okay, guys that are doing, I'm like, I need to bring all of these guys close to me because now when I'm seeing that happening, when I'm seeing that happen, it's just natural. You then want to do. Yes. And by doing, we're all winning. That's it. Exactly, exactly. Just like you, you, you don't want your kids to be hanging around drug dealers because you know sooner or later they're going to get a fix. That's so it. That's you might as well turn the tables, you know, hang awesome around with stuff. successful people. It's been Thanks, it's uh, been amazing. It's been amazing hanging out with you, Nzuzo. Uh, definitely, a part two is coming down the line uh, before the year comes to an end, and we're talking about scaling. But, ladies and gentlemen, that was Nzuzo, and we'll see you on the next video. Mm-hmm.